final episode of The Lookout. It's been a real trip going through every song, um, but here we are at the end. Uh, you might have been expecting this episode to be talking about the, the last track on the album, which is called Stay At Home. Your love has got paralyzed. But since that song, it's already a demo. It's a 30 second demo. Anyway, um, I thought it would be much more interesting to talk about another song that I released last year featuring some of the major sevens and two brilliant guest artists, Tolu McKay and Jamel Franklin. And that song is called D-A-R-L-I-N-G, Darling. This track is very special to me, mainly because of the collaborations, but also because it's different to anything else that I've released. And it was made in a, in a quite unique circumstance. To set the scene, I think it was spring 2020, the first lockdown in Ireland, everything was closed. Everyone quarantining schools were closed. So I had a five-year-old and a two-year-old at home during the day. And my wife Rosa struggling to entertain them both in our small apartment while I'm working my office job from a desk in our bedroom. So we're all getting by day by day. But there was no creative outlet for me musically. Uh, obviously, I couldn't play gigs, couldn't rehearse, etc., etc. I found myself spending time on GarageBand at night uh, after everyone else had fallen asleep. And I was making a few different beats, which I'd never done before. But the one I kept coming back to was this one. I had figured out the chords on the guitar. So I had a basic chorus melody. idea for spelling out the words, I think it came, probably came from Duele, the Duele track, Angel, A-N-G-E-L. But I love the word darling. There's something old fashioned and, and romantic about it. So I didn't have the means to record the guitar properly and I used MIDI garage band sounds. Um, and for some reason this song, I don't know, it just had to sound different. Maybe because we were so deep into mixing the album at this stage, which which is all played by real musicians, that this other sound, you know, had to have a different direction, uh, more electronic or something. Um, and garage band comes with the Mac and I'd always just dismissed it as something for making demos and nothing more. but but they've obviously updated it in the last few years because there are some really amazing sounds, uh, interesting sounds and beats on there. And it's really user-friendly for like a chump like me who isn't a producer. You can choose one of three drummers and they all have different names and backstories and stuff. It's a bit wild. So I chose uh, one of the beats that was kind of funky but simple.
For the bass, I had something there, but it was a bit too on the robotic side. So I asked Graham Heaney to play it instead, and he added that human touch and feel to the proceedings. Uh, the bass line is quite sparse, but even though it's kind of slow and simple, it's, it's also quite rhythmic. was an organ sound which plays the vocal melody when he mixed it ken panned the organ in the left ear and then the right ear with each beat uh, which is a really nice effect The synth pad is something I stumbled upon. It's kind of a drone in the background. It sounded a bit like um, a string quartet or something, like, the, like a high violin or something with a low cello line underneath too. The real gem of a find here was the Guzeng. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Um, honestly, I don't know much about this instrument. My only knowledge of it is that there was a woman who used to play it on Grafton Street. And I remember just thinking how unusual it was. Uh, it's a Chinese instrument, which dates back to 200 BC, apparently. And yeah, you play it on your lap like a keyboard. So it's a series of strings that are plucked. Um, and GarageBand has it, so yeah, I put a chord in and, and just let it ring out. And honestly, I think this sound really ties the whole uh, room together, <laughs> uh, ties the song together. I used it at the end of, of nearly every phrase just to bring it back in. It's so bright and warm. The next thing was the synth arp, which, like the rest of these sounds, I came across after listening to about 50 other presets. It's more rhythmic, it, it punctuates the end of the phrases. To me, it sounded a bit like a, it could be a West African talking drum or something, something similar. It's funny, I was looking for some electronic sounds, but most of the ones I was drawn to were sounds that reminded me of, of real instruments. For the choruses, I added some synth bass. Again, there were lots of presets to go through. Uh, this one jumped out at me because it was kind of, kind of filthy, kind of gritty or, or dirty sounding. It's a good contrast to the rest of the sounds in the song, which are mostly kind of sweet, melodic, colorful. Whereas this is a dirty, pulsating uh, bass drone that, that kind of beats underneath it all.
I asked Dennis if he could add some percussion. So he took out the Boss Dior 202, Dr. Groove, again, the same machine he used on, on the Say When reprise. So he added, I think he added five tracks, uh, claps, kibasa, um, an 808 kick, tambourine and a cowbell. quite subtle but there are some kind of spicy latin rhythms going on there and especially in the choruses when they all kick in it really lifts the groove the cherry on top is the piano keyboard added by johnny taylor initially i'd planned to ask him to play throughout, but then we decided it would be a bit more special if it was just only the outro. Um, I asked him to do something kind of jazzy over the chords, and I think he sent me on his first take, and th this was it. Um, you can imagine the huge smile on my face, you know, listening back. Actually, I had a lot of those moments making this song, receiving an email, rushing to get headphones on, to listen to what I've been sent and just smiling. And that's the lasting memory of this song for me. You know, the joy of hearing everyone's amazing uh, contributions. Um, but yeah, the piano here kind of seems to embody everything that's happened so far in the song. It captures the mood and then yet it's more expressive. A lot of the vocal parts are, are generally understated, very cool, reserved, chilled out. Whereas the piano here is kind of, you know, unabashed celebration for me anyway. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, it's Tolumake. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so how myself and you met, Danny. The first time that I remember meeting and actually working together was for your gig. You asked me to be your guest artist or a support act. I can't remember. Uh, March 2020, the month before everything was shut down. The month everything was shut down, actually. Um, but yes, our song, D. A-R-L-I-N-G And I think it was one of the first um, collaborations that I did that year. To record it was pretty fine. It was my first time having to try and set up my own in-house um, studio, even though the quality of my sound was terrible. Um, I literally like took out everything from my mom's closet and like stuffed everything that I had to do, like my tech stuff my mic and all that kind of stuff into one room and 
it was just incredible <laughs> um it was like a hot box and it was hot it was sweaty but it was fine i think um it was a nice um process of learning how to just do things by myself and um wearing many hats um which was different if i was to have um bought my or even just came to you and done it in your place um but you know with the circumstances that we were given that wasn't possible but uh, yeah it was really easy i think so you know you sent me over the tune um you sent me over like the backing track with the idea of the chorus um that you sang and then from there i was just like playing it over and over again kind of like on loop um trying to understand like how what kind of feeling i have towards this um and so what i do most times when i'm working with a producer is they will send me like a beat or a song or whatever and then um if i'm the one that's to like write my lyrics um then i would just literally maybe send like three or four ideas of like melodies including some lyrics or ideas just basically like a freestyle on the beat and then when that is done what happens which is what happened with us you picked out selections or um parts that you really liked or melodies that you really liked or words or phrases of things that i said and you created um a draft basically of what you would like to hear and then from there um, I wrote the lyrics based on what was already in the freestyle and tweaked some parts. But most times whenever I'm doing a freestyle, it kind of forms itself. It's just about finding the right words that fit um, nicely. Yeah, Tolu sent me a bunch of voice notes just freestyling over the track and they were all great. Um, that verse could have taken a number of different directions, honestly, and it still would have been uh, beautiful every time. It was really hard to choose, but we settled on a few a few melodies that we liked. Uh, I think I just mashed them together and sent them back and Tolu put the finishing lyrics to it. Here's some of the freestyle demo mashup. You can already hear how close it is to the final version. Come keep me company, baby. You know I can't stand the cold of this winter blues. You know I just can't comprehend. If I was to leave you, will you stand with chase? I love this high Yeah, so the process of actually like writing the lyrics, um, it was great because around that time, um, I was listening to the likes of like Erica Badu, I was listening to the likes of Ari Lennox, I was listening to a bit of like blues, a lot of um like old school kind of tunes, um, a lot of neo soul as well. So I think that really gave me the chance to explore that side of me and i think this is the fun thing about collaborating it just allows you to explore different side of sides of you um in someone else's world that you wouldn't naturally um be somewhat inclined to sing that way or you wouldn't you just wouldn't be inclined to um sing a song like that if it isn't given to you um so yeah it was nice to explore that because i've been wanting to do my own version of like a neo soul erica badu type of vibe because i got that too so it was nice to showcase that the lyrics you know when you hear the song darling it's what well, for me it, it was a vibe i think the vibe was basically i'm with a partner or someone that i want to be with um and i'm just thinking of the lonely nights and how them being close with with me would make me feel better but with a little bit of cheek and a little bit of sass because obviously you gotta have the attitude 
So that's what I was like imagining in my head. Like I was just like in my dark space with like my my salt lamp, which is like orange glowy. So here's me like just, you know, with my phone, like just recording whatever sound comes to my head. Come keep me company, baby. You know, I can't stand the cold of this winter blues that I just can't comprehend. If I was to love you, would we stand a chance? Uh, I got this high chemistry, baby. I think that's how it goes. Cause baby, I'm on cloud nine cause of you, cause of you, baby. Maybe you've got my mind and my soul and my body too. It's all for you. I'll be the trees. You can be the wind rocking night and day, back and forth, intertwined as we sway. Ooh, darling, it's why. um yeah it's just like i think i like every single lyric every single word that i said because it was just it was just cheek it was just attitude it was just like you know having a lover or someone that you vibe with and you're just like you know come on come through you know (laughs) so it's just a bit of play but like a lot of romance things like that um but yeah when i heard the song when it was done because i hadn't heard um i think i heard jamel's verse and then I heard mine. So I think maybe that gave me the right kind of vibe that I needed. Because when Jamal was um doing his part, like it was just the groove. It was like old school hip hop. That kind of one. One of those where you like kind of lean and like just kind of bop a little bit. Where you're just like bopping your head. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of feel that I had with it. So I knew I had to come in with like a bit of ease, you know. Especially if it's going to be the first verse. It needs to come in with an ease. A little bit of attitude. So that it could complement what um, Jamal was doing. So um, yeah, when I heard the final finished product, I was just like, this is a vibe. This is a jam and a half on its own. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I freaking love the song. I think it's awesome. I want everyone to hear it. I think it's beautiful given the circumstances of us not even being in the same recording space with different mics, with different technical difficulties. I mean, that like hands down to everybody that was involved in terms of mixing and mastering. Hi, my name is Jamel Franklin and I'm originally from Miami, Florida, but I've been living and performing in Dublin for the last 10 years. Um, currently, I perform in a hip hop, jazz, R&B band called Shy Mascot. And previously, I performed with a improvised hip hop, jazz band called Mixtapes from the Underground. Uh, I met Danny about five, maybe six years ago uh, during a mixtapes gig. He was filling in for our trumpet player at the time. And it was my first time performing with uh, a flautist. And I thought that it was a pretty cool thing like uh came up no rehearsal or anything like that and killed it basically on the spot um with us and from then i kind of got interested in his music and thought you know like this is some good stuff like it was pretty funky like had kind of like the irish remy shan thing going on i thought but um yeah, two years ago, I got on to him about doing a gig with Shy Mascot, and we organized a gig. Um, 
I think in the underground venue and from then kind of got talking um, about collabing and stuff like that. Uh, and then last year he got on to me about uh, doing this song, Darling, um, with Tolu. Yeah, once I heard the beat and the chorus, um, that's all I needed. Um, kind of fell in love with the idea of the song at that point because the vibe I was getting from the beat was like, you know, that soul Aquarian kind of Belial, D'Angelo, The Roots, Erica Badu, Jay Dilla stuff from the early 2000s. So that nostalgic kind of feeling stuck with me. And that was kind of my inspiration uh, when I started writing. Um, but at the same time, I kind of feel like a lot of rappers, when they go into making these kind of quote unquote love songs or romantic songs they can come off a bit cheesy because usually people don't really write a lot about that stuff honestly and openly so it comes off as kind of insincere or corny so I it, well at least to me so I kind of just wanted it to be a bit more tongue in cheek and inject a little you know humor in it so that's why there's like references to you know Hook that old Robin Williams movie Peter Pan movie from like the 90s you know I love you like cook food stew peas with the spinners and the time twigs I'm talking good food already know I've been hooked to chant your name like Rufio or a hook boo heart got jokes to rob like crooks do keep me on my whole damn tiptoe and Dr. Umar, who is like a um, internet hero or villain, depending on who you ask. Um, very p popular on Black Twitter. So I, I took it like that and but still delivered it like, you know, one of those old R&B slash hip hop songs. I never been on that hotel tip though, but you got me feeling like Dr. Umar with the red eyes. Yes, I'm cuffing in a koofy just a whole lot. Misto. I love how Tolu and Jamel both use the, the word intertwine in their verses. I don't know if that happened intentionally or if it's just one of those beautiful accidents, but it's just so perfect for the mood of the song. Nothing spells out lovers like the word intertwined. It's so visual and intimate. Uh, Tolu says it at the end of her verse. You can be the wind, rocking night and day, back and forth, intertwined as we sway. Ooh, darling, it's why you and me. And Jamel in the middle of his. Just some similes that signify the feeling I get when we intertwine and combine on the mind's level. The song Darling really saved me. I think during that first lockdown, it gave me a purpose, a goal. Um, and I can listen back to it a year later with pride. I really love how it sounds. You know, it's something unique, made, made special by the amazing ta talents of, of Tolu and Jamel. We came, we all came together to make something beautiful that I think is going to last. And even though we recorded the song remotely and communicated remotely about, you know, how we wanted it to turn out and what the subject matter was and the topic was, um, it still all came out pretty much on the same wavelength uh, with the beat that we were given uh, from Danny. Um, I think my verse and Tolu's verse kind of, you know, had the same vibe, if you know what I mean. Um, it, it matched. And I thought everything came out really well and uh, it worked out well. Um, it's one of my favorite tracks that I've ever been on. So I'm really proud of it. And uh, people seem to like it. Um, it was a real kind of grassroots thing going with it. Um, 
I'm still getting a bit of change from Imro for it. Um, so that's good. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm really proud of the song. I think that we made like a, a timeless song, a song that's not really like trendy or, you know, of the moment, but it kind of has that throwback slash modern feeling, if you know what I mean, because there's still, there's like a whole cottage industry of people currently making music that sounds like that stuff that was made, you know, nearly 20 years ago now. Um, so yeah, I'm proud of the song and I think that is great. And uh, I'm looking forward to this whole COVID thing being over and finally getting to perform it live with Danny and his band and Tolu. Um, so yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah, it was it was a really awesome uh, moment because it really showed me that, you know, even if I can't be in a fancy studio recording space, we can create an epic work. Um, yeah, so it was a nice way to work. I really appreciate that. So thank you, Danny, for having me. I appreciate you. And best of luck with everything and your album. Yes. Okay, I just want to say thank you for listening along to these podcasts. This is the final episode. It has been uh, an incredibly fun experience, learning experience. I have discovered new meanings in these songs that I never knew existed and and learned so many things from all of the guests, artists and musicians um, that have given their their time to me so generously. I want to thank them again, both for their their musical gifts and for also lending their voices to this podcast. If you do dig what you hear and you want to buy the look at, I have some lovely yellow vinyls under my bed with your name on it. Uh, Just get in touch. We will also do a live launch show probably in the new year at this stage. Okay, back to the song. It's been a real pleasure, guys. This is D-A-R-L-I-N-G featuring Tolly McKay and Jamel Franklin by Danny G and the Major Sevens. Talking good food, already know I've been hooked to 
chant your name like Rufio or a hook boo. Heart got jokes to rob like crooks do. Keep me on my old damn tiptoe. I never been on that hotel tip though, but you got me feeling like Dr. Umar with the red eyes. Yes, I'm cuffing in a koofy just a whole that miss though. King this, queen that, really do we mean that? Just some similes that signify the feeling I get when we intertwine and combine on the minds level. And we need that. Never play the baseline like that fleet cap. Max levels where we be at. You the prime numero uno. The O N E. Believe that. Yeah.